0: Welcome to the Dynamax Podcast, Maine's premier powerlifting and strength sports podcast from studios
1: in Westbrook, Maine, with your hosts, Matt Israelson and Matt
0: Strong. Have a good one. Yeah. We're doing our podcast, so. Oh cool. I'll take it. Alright. <laughs> uh clear? clearly very clear okay ready to rock ready to rock all right i don't know what number of podcasts this is i am i think that say we 13
1: i think it's 12 or 13 we lost count somewhere it will. we started at zero which kind of messed it was us up. zero
0: so we'll give you a hard count on that next week folks but anyway good evening studio 308 westbrook we're live matt strong matt israelson we're here and we're going hosts only tonight. Yeah, we uh, got a little host chat going on. Host chat, on. and we'll uh, get it going, and we'll uh, talk about some things. Hopefully, that interest you, and then we'll leave you with that.
1: So, Maddie, I know there's a lot of people that are uh, hanging around here, not on program right now, but they probably should uh, start be thinking about the next meet coming up. When is that again? It
0: looks like I haven't confirmed anything, but the second week in November. Okay. And I haven't even told you this. Maybe. We have a huge guest at this meet. Really? I can't say who because I haven't confirmed it.
1: Oh, man. We got a little, uh, you got this, some suspense going. Yeah,
0: we got a little suspense. A huge, huge lifter.
1: So let's start thinking about the second week in November. Yep. Start scoping out your programming. Yeah, as soon as I
0: can confirm a date, it'll, go, it'll get out there, everybody. I'm sorry, but I just haven't been able to reach the hey, guy,
1: Second so. week in November, its uh, we got a few, we're plenty
0: of weeks to work around yeah, there. Yeah, so. so as soon as I know something, everybody else will know it. Great.
1: So yeah, we got no guests tonight, but that's okay. I think it's good to do a host chat every once We've in a while. We've done this before. Oh yeah, just kind of shoot the shit, see what's going on. But I do want to mention that we will be having some really awesome guests coming up. Um, soon we're going to be having uh, Ryan Montague, one of the friendliest faces in here. Strongest a faces. Absolute savage bencher. I mean, he's a, he's a savage lifter. He's Exactly. I mean, he's got a 700 pound, completely, totally raw, drug free. Uh, 700 pound squat, 600 pound deadlift, mid four benches.
0: He, is, I know he's drug free, and I've been around here a long time, and I haven't seen too many people as thick as he is. Oh yeah, he is, and I know the guy is telling the absolute truth.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, he has. Uh, it's funny, you don't really realize how dense he is until I mean Ryan's probably like five nine two seventy.
0: So, I guess that just illustrates you don't you can go any route you want. I don't really care. But if you want to go that route, you can get just as thick as you want. Oh, yeah. And get just as strong as you want and stay that way. That's up to you. I have no judgment either way. But that guy has done it on his own. And that's he great. He just
1: chips away at it and yep. he makes great progress and that he shows is one up.
0: one big, thick guy. And I've seen some <laughs> thick guys.
1: That's right. We got Doc Brown coming on the podcast. Doctor, I think that that's going to be a really good one.
0: That's scheduled for the what, 13th. Yes. It's two December 13th, Dr. Douglas Brown, MD. He was the, uh, anybody that remembers the Women's World Cup where the, where the girl kicked the overtime goal and they rushed the field out in L.A. You can see him running on the field with them because he was the team physician. That's crazy. So he's been the team physician for them. He's been the team physician for the U.S. men's soccer. He was the team physician at Portland High School Football for 30-something years. He was a team physician at the U.S. Naval Academy. So he's going to be on with us, and uh, I've had the privilege of covering a lot of stuff with him. I've been in his OR many times with him, and we're going to have him on.
1: He's uh, worked on, quite a, I think, a number of people here, which we can't talk about. Correct. We learned that the hard way. HIPAA. Well, yeah, we've, we're sorry. we've been told twice now. We've been told twice. We're, we're, we're walking out thin ice, mm-hmm. so we're not going to dance yet, but we're getting there. Uh, I think also coming up, we're going to try to get more uh, some more Dynamax lifters on here. It, yeah, it, we're
0: going to have Paul Kay, the owner of all those prompt oil changes. He's coming on the next week.
1: I'm really looking forward, so it'll be the 20th.
0: He's coming on the 20th. He's going to tell you how all this lifting that he does, which is the same stuff you and I do, mm-hmm. just lighter, with his son, often, has helped him with his business stress that he has to deal with. And how it's kept him going all these years?
1: Any idea how many promptos there are in Maine?
0: Twenty-three or four, and then 24. all of them they're in Maine and Mass. And I mean, now, excuse me, Maine and New Hampshire.
1: I've been going to prompto for over ten years. I now. I think they're
0: at twenty-three or four.
1: It's just, I mean, that's one of those businesses that almost seems like a staple to so, Maine. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting to interview him.
0: Yeah. So he's going to tell it how it all ties in with lifting and, and being healthy. Yeah.
1: Get the get the full circle uh, yeah. ordeal.
0: So that's our next two, next three guests, I guess.
1: Yeah, we got, and then we're going to try. I mean. We got more Dynamax lifters that are got- scheduled to be on. We got Noah Doe, our 148-pound monster pulling triple body weight. We got. There's no way I'm gonna get his name right, so I'm just gonna say Slav. Slav
0: Slav Babian. Slav. Slav- Babian.
1: Slavon- yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, I can't pronounce it. He's gonna be. Uh, I mean, he's a he's a geared lifter, 220 area benches mid fives. Yeah. Uh, he's deadlifted over 700. I he squatted quite a bit as well. Yeah. He's a, he's a nice guy. We share common interests and craft beer, so it'll be cool I to uh, it'll be cool to get behind uh, see what's in between his ears yep. too. So I think we talked a little bit last week that we're kind of figuring out what our niche is. I think so, and that is is you, you know if you listen to uh, the Mark Bell's Powercast or Chad Wesley Smith's uh, uh, Jug Life podcast, I think is what it's called, or the Barbell Shrug Guys, they typically have. Very, you know, they either have PhDs or world record holders or IFBB pros. And what we're, what our niche is, or is slowly developing into, is kind of just interviewing not the average Joe, but a more general, not a general population either, but just, you know, like last think, week, we heard Amy's story of.
0: They're the people that are really high end. They're high end in whatever they're doing. Absolutely. They're just. They don't care to talk about it that much.
1: Yeah, and and getting and kind of picking apart because you know when you listen to some when you listen to an interview of say Stan Efferding,
0: yeah,
1: and you know he's been deadlifting six hundred pounds for who knows twenty years. Yeah. If you're a newbie in the gym, that could almost be discouraging. I think
0: it could be. I suppose I never looked at it that way. But, Where
1: it's, yeah. and I think you know listening to the story of whether it be a a sixty year old woman who's overcoming cancer through deadlifts. Or maybe a recovering alcoholic who has found his home in the powerlifting gym. I think that that's kind of becoming our niche—is just kind of picking apart. Yeah, your good point. Regular gym goer.
0: I didn't even think of that. And and some of these regular gym goers are they're elite lifters. Absolutely, they're elite at whatever they're doing. They just don't choose to. I don't know.
1: And I think what I think you know—they all started as a regular gym goer, yeah. and then they ended up, you know, benching 600, 675, whatever it may be. And I think hearing that story, the less spoken story, might ring, yeah. might might uh, hit hit better with the audience.
0: Yeah, it's well, it's too bad you missed the uh, the earlier in powerlifting, the, the top guys were just regular guys. They weren't bragging and saying how great they were and all this stuff. They were, they were in fact, they were hard to even find. They all had small businesses or whatever. And,
1: well, they were trapped in a basement somewhere, getting strong you,
0: as hell. It could be, but you know, if you a lot of them had small mail order businesses for a long time and what i would do is call them and order like a wrist wrap <laughs> like, and then <laughs> and talk pick their brain them. yeah because i tried calling them and not ordering anything they didn't want to talk so and then i talked to them but they weren't bragging they're were just talking it's not it's all changed it's a lot of there's a lot of i don't i don't even know what to call it now but i wish you hadn't missed that part of it
1: yeah it's not, I mean, it's not like it was I probably was very young at that age. Yeah, at that point, he might not have been around. But probably wasn't even born. Uh, it
0: was it was quite a bit different. And the guys were su- were as strong as strong can be. I mean, they were. It was everything's changed with the gear, of course, but these guys were strong. You, know, you can look the names up: Larry Pacifico, Kazmire, all the names. Yeah, were, those all rank bells. I've, I've definitely
1: yeah. you hear those you hear those names yeah. uh, thrown around. Quite and they were they were at
0: the top of the sport. They just it, it was a lot more humble in.
1: Social media changes a lot. Of I things. guess
0: that's what it did it. I don't know. But People anyway.
1: always want that little, the little thumbs up or that little heart, that like that yeah. quantifies whatever it may be. Um. Anyways, so this weekend we had a Saturday in particular was a very big day for. Uh, I'm not gonna say underground sports, but we had the Boss of Bosses four meet. Yes, which was absolutely insane. I watched. A, I caught a good portion of that uh, online. Dan Green uh, put that on. He streamed it for free online, which is awesome. I know the IPF meets, they charge you to watch it on YouTube, which is kind of crazy. And
0: then this, was this meet sanctioned? I don't even know. I don't think it was. So this was like an open meet?
1: Yeah, it was an invitational. Okay. But I don't think... I don't know, to be honest. If it's USAPL, yeah, it's definitely not USAPL. But right. <laughs> whether it's APF or US right. or USPA or
0: I didn't know either. I did see an incredible. I only thing I saw was a one deadlift by that, uh, two twenty or nine twenty seven.
1: That was crazy to watch, and so that was a uh, Kaylor Woolham. That's uh, his name? Yep, yeah, he's okay. Doctor Deadlift on Instagram. I mean, he's.
0: I saw that on the on the caption, and if you watch it. He just knows how to get in position and pull. He
1: is a master of leverages. He's
0: obviously strong as, as as you can be. Right. But he knows how to get in position and hold his position. That's how he pulled that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think he squatted mid sixes, but to to deadlift three hundred pounds more than you squat yeah. it really sh- shows.
0: So he did the full meet. Oh yeah. Okay. Because I didn't. All I got was that somebody showed. I'm me not that. sure
1: what he benched, but I watched him squat and I watched him deadlift.
0: Yeah. And he. So it, I really admired that deadlift. That, that was crazy. The technique was so perfect.
1: Well, I mean, it's kind of a you know, USA Pride type of thing. Yuri Belkin went right after him. Yeah, but he didn't beat him. He right? didn't beat him. So Yuri Belkin went to break the deadlift world record with I think it was nine fifty. He didn't get it. He barely broke the ground.
0: So was the nine twenty seven a world record? World record. So in my book, that's now the greatest deadlift ever. I think so. Previous to this, Ed Cohn had it in my book. The 904, 901. At about 219. So, somebody finally beat it.
1: Yeah, I think, I, I remember seeing on Instagram, I think Kaler weighed in at like 211 with no weight cut. He so he just, really beat it. He just showed up. He's competed at 198 and okay. 220. I think he actually currently has the 198 all-time world record as well so with do like we 880. Know
0: where he's from? I don't know
1: where he's from. That's I'd love question. to see his
0: training approach on at least the deadlift.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's, he does a lot of... It's not much grip work. He pulls hook. Yeah. Um. The one thing that stands out that I remember him seeing him do was bent over rows with like five fifteen. Okay. So
0: that's you know, kind of. Kinda,
1: I don't want to say cheaty, but yeah. he wasn't doing a pendle where it hits the ground. He was hanging on to it the whole time.
0: Right.
1: And, you know, really just okay do it putting a lot of body English into it to get it up. Hmm. Um. I mean, he's a he's obviously known for deadlifting, but he's got a great bench and squat as well. I mean, I think okay. he benches over four hundred.
0: Okay. So I, I I really admire good technique like that, mm-hmm. and that's he, how he pulled that because you can't make a mistake in that area.
1: I think he's pulled in the gym, nine hundred conventional as well. Okay. So you got to kind of people who pull the uh, sumo card can throw that out the window. <laughs> I mean, another, we're both you know, sumo that, pullers. That's
0: another thing that you know that's going around that just never would have been said 15, 20 years ago. Oh yeah, of
1: course. Because they, a, I just don't get it. It's just a way to feed the fire. I
0: guess you're probably right.
1: Some of the other insane lifts. Um, Rob something or other he's quads like Rob on yeah. Instagram. He did a nine twenty squat in sleeves okay at three thirty. He weighed three thirty and he buried it and of course this is obviously a yeah. fully raw meat so uh, some people had sleeves on right um, but that was I think that was one of the coolest lifts to watch. He's a big dude and watching him get down and just sinking and smash it nine twenty in sleeves hey, what's his name again? Oh, it's Rob something. If yeah. you look, it's Quads Like Rob. Okay. Is his uh, Instagram handle.
0: We don't know where he's from either.
1: I want to see somewhere in California, okay. I believe. Okay. I that's where the meat was. Yeah.
0: But did Grand Dan Green lift in the meat?
1: No. He just, uh, he was the head judge, that I mean, believe. Okay. He was either head judge or one of the side judges. Okay. All right. Uh, interesting. Yeah. There was a. It's so this is an interesting thing that I wanted to get your opinion on. So you know Yuri Belkin. He uh, broke the total, the, all, the record for the total. He had like a 630 Wilks. I think he totaled 2276 raw with wraps at 220, so over 10 times body weight total. One of his squats, he took, I don't know if it was his second attempt at squats or his first or his opener or his third attempt, but he took a 400 kilo squat. He had his knees wrapped. said 880. 880. Yeah. And he let it go. Dropped oh, it. dropped it. He dropped
0: it. Were they in a monolith?
1: They were in a monolith that swung the wrong way.
0: Oh, I've seen those. You know? Yeah. You
1: know what I mean by that?
0: It, it went this way.
1: Yeah, it swings.
0: In fact, I, I ended up hit the Worlds with one of those ones. Nobody trained in it.
1: It's, it's got to be weird, was, right?
0: I almost left the meet. I decided to hang in because there's nothing around you. Oh, you're standing interesting. In a, you're basically standing in an open room. Right. With nothing. With just Is hooks. that the one they had? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't care for it. There's but anyway... A,
1: I guess so if you, and you just mentioned that you might have a really huge lifter, but a big thing that you go over on your meets is don't drop the deadlift bar unless you, something happens, yep. rip a callus, that type of a deal, and absolutely Stay don't with your squat. drop the squat. In the situation where you have kind of a, and then this meet, you know, almost all the lifters were, quote, celebrity lifters, yeah. if that happens at one of your meets, how do you handle that?
0: So that I take it there were no straps because they were on that reverse No, it bottom. went all the way down. Nobody got hurt.
1: Nobody got hurt, but still, 880 pounds from six foot. Yeah, I mean, you do the physics on that. I guess
0: guess if if he just lost, you know, if his hands let go and he lost it, there's nothing you're going to do, right? I mean, if he jumped out from under it, that's another story. It didn't look malicious. That's what I mean. But I've seen somebody jump out from under them, and and they got a warning. They should have been thrown out, but um, I guess if it's an accident, it's an accident, right?
1: So it's a judgment call at that point. That would be a
0: judgment call. That if was, you get, I mean, if you get stuck and you're coming up and you jump out from under that, you're, I mean, it's not just you; it's you're, you can. Well, that somebody. the
1: back squatter could have died if he was. It was too early in the lift for him to be, although you know, have Wouldn't, his arms tucked under his chest. Catch,
0: you can't catch that.
1: Well, of course, if he if he, I mean, it was too early that the, the back squatter wasn't even really yeah. fully behind him yet.
0: Which brings me to this argument that I keep seeing about mono lifts, Uh and how stupid they are, or whatever. Because backing out in the stands is so pure and natural, and whatever, <laughs> and that's great. I mean, if you feel that way, that's great. But you, what about the spotters? The spotters are protected in a monolift as well by those straps. So that's my argument there. If you like stepping out, if you don't think a monolift is right, use it as a rack. Yep. Make them step out, mm-hmm. but use it because it's that you're you're protecting other people as well. Yeah, that's my opinion on that. So yeah, when I I'm see- assuming. I'm assuming, if I recall, there'd be no way to use the straps on that other monolift.
1: I wouldn't think so because I would think no, you you couldn't.
0: I'm surprised they use that because I think there's only one of them around and it belongs to the Finns, the Finnish lifters.
1: But I want it. I wonder if it was for, um, you know. Uh, so the crowd could see the lifter better, maybe? I'm
0: assuming that's why they Or hate. so,
1: I think, I mean, the biggest thing is that the weights are no longer behind the posts. Uh, so as you far can As far really as I know, there's the only plates.
0: one in the world. It's the same one we lifted on when I went to Worlds in Las Vegas. And the fin- the Finnish team bought it and took it home to Finland. And it's been around a few places, but I'm surprised they opted to the, for that. Because nobody has one to train on that I know of.
1: Yeah, it was, when I was, that was like the first thing I noticed when I pulled up the live stream for the meet on yeah. YouTube, and I said, what the hell is with that monolith? If you
0: it's, train in a monolift and you go to that, it's not a nice feeling.
1: that has got to be uh, bizarre. Because, yeah, you're, you're, no. you've are you're
0: got. I almost fell flat on my face with 7 plus 100 on my back.
1: Jeez. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, there was a guy who was t- 220-er who benched 600 raw. Whew. Just about flat back. Yep. Listen, I don't think he was a huge name in powerlifting. Maybe a couple thousand followers on yeah, Instagram, but yeah. that I just happened to turn it on right when he pressed that, and that was pretty pretty incredible.
0: Six hundred at uh, six hundred shirted raw anything is that, crazy. It, in my opinion, it is. That's a that's a lot of weight to bench. Absolutely. I, I don't care what you're wearing, and unless you weigh four or five hundred pounds, you know it's a big bench. Yeah. Even at three hundred, it's a big. Bench. Oh
1: yeah. So there was another small sporting event that happened on Friday. Yeah. Maybe you heard about it. Yeah. The uh, Mayweather-McGregor fight. Well, I
0: watched it, yeah.
1: I watched, the whole, I watched it in its entirety. Yes. What did you think? I think it was the second fight that guy had the Cookie Monster hat on. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? He yes. had the big blue furry thing. On the prelim. In yeah, the prelim. it was yes. one of the... Uh, they, were calling him,
0: they were calling him something. I can't remember now. It was
1: the most ridiculous they thing. They a nickname. Yeah. It looked like the cookie monster.
0: Yeah, I can't remember what they were calling him. But he wasn't a bad fighter.
1: No, I think... Did he win?
0: Uh, that's what I can't remember. The prelims had no knockouts. Am I correct? Nope. Am I right?
1: You're correct.
0: And they all... No, they all didn't... One of them... Only one didn't go the distance. So they were all talented fighters, but uh, I just thought maybe that was a little late to start that... Uh, that's what it yeah, looked I remember like. <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous. They gave him a nickname but I forgot it. I can't remember what it is either.
1: But that was that was the first thing that I uh, I was just like, you've got to be kidding me with this. Yeah. I guess boxing has a lot of flair behind it, almost like professional wrestling does. And because yeah, it's know. so it's pretty niche.
0: It is now. It is now. Because of the UFC. Right. Or M M A. Yeah. Yeah. So but that I, was I still like boxing.
1: Uh, so that's why you watch the uh, so you watch the Mayweather-McGregor in uh-huh, its entirety. Yeah. You enjoy watching boxing.
0: I like good boxing.
1: What did you? Th- I mean, how as a boxing fan, yeah. who I imagine you're not too influenced by social media. No.
0: Uh,
1: what was your take on the fight?
0: It looked it looked to me like uh, uh, McGregor is the best MMA guy around. Yep. Right. And arguably, uh, probably uh, not, uh, McGregor is the best MMA guy around. Yep. And uh, Mayweather, is uh, it looks like he's the best best boxer right now going, even at 40. Yep. I've never seen that kind of speed. So, uh, it looks like, had it gone the other way, obviously, if they tried it a UFC-style, MMA-style fight, then Mayweather would have got beaten up pretty badly. And McGregor lost that fight pretty badly, I guess. I don't know what the final scoring was, but... Um, had it gone to the cards, he'd have lost. Of course, yeah. So that's what it looked like to me, and that's what happens when you try to blend something like that, as far as I could tell. All right, you're not going to
1: take Wayne Gretzky and have him th- do uh, figure skating.
0: Or, or, no, or he's not going to become a defensive back for the Patriots. Right. He's a great athlete. But I heard uh, You remember Tito Ortiz? Yes. The, the UFC guy. Yep. Terrific fighter. I really liked him. I think he was a, a, like a 235, 240-pound guy unbelievable fighter i heard him say it best i guess a guy challenged him to a fight maybe even in a bar Mm -hmm. and he said to the guy look what do you do what do you do for work the guy said i'm a construction worker he said okay what i do every day is i get up and i go to the gym with my stuff on and i fight you get up every day and you put those construction boots on and you go do construction are you sure you want to fight me (laughs) <laughs> so every day Mayweather gets up in boxes Of course Every day McGregor gets up and does all his, his mixed martial arts So he challenged him to something that, you know, he, you know He gave him a good fight But that's the way I looked at that I thought Tino Ortiz said it best
1: Did you see that Mayweather actually land? I mean I'm sorry McGregor landed more punches on Floyd Mayweather Than Manny Pacquiao did And than Oscar De La Hoya did
0: I did not see that I But I know that Mayweather's game is to not get hit. I'm assuming when he's with those boxer type guys, and I'm just going to guess, he thought I I can get inside with this guy and he probably, I don't know. Maybe he thought he couldn't knock him out. I don't know.
1: It was clear. I remember, I think it was either the second or the third round, uh, Mayweather's father is on ringside with him. And he, you know, I'm not sure what that person's called who goes onto the ring, kind of gives him the pep talk and the coach, call him coach or or something.
0: something,
1: Um, he offered him water Mayweather he said no he passed
0: he wasn't even sweating
1: he wasn't sweating that blows my mind I've boxed someone for 30 seconds yeah. and I'm sweating like a full athletic sweat pants that's what
0: I'm saying now had it been the other way around if that was an MMA bout you'd probably have seen McGregor refuse the water yeah it, it wouldn't been anything to him right but it, they were in they were in he was in they were in different realms so you got to give him credit you get in there and box with him
1: do you think it lived up to the hype? The fight? No. Yeah, me neither. I don't think it. They never do. No,
0: no. I mean, two great athletes. What I'd like to know, they're both built. I'd like to know how much weight training they do.
1: That would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, they're both. They weighed in. I think McGregor was one fifty three, and Mayweather was one. Uh, yeah, Mayweather was one forty nine.
0: Uh, they're light. They weighed in there, but I ran into the local boxing promoter yesterday, who I know, and he said that uh, McGregor it
1: was like one seventy. Oh,
0: anyway, during the fight anyway. Wow,
1: what a what a yeah. swing. Yeah. I know they banned use of IVs in the MMA. Do you have any idea if they do that for boxing as well?
0: Uh, boxing is pretty dirty, I think. Yeah. So, I don't know. Who knows? Oh, I don't man. even know if that... Was that even like a sanction to WBC or...
1: I'm not sure. They did have an official weigh-in, though, and yeah, everything. 24-hour so, weigh-in.
0: So, if they didn't have a sanction, they probably did whatever they wanted. Right. As long as they made weight. That'd be my guess. But I've never seen that kind of lightning hands
1: he it was very I mean this was you know mayweather announced his retirement post fight yeah I think it was really cool to watch mayweather go for the knockout because he doesn't fight
0: like that that's not his style he's his style he's was very
1: defensive he's normally a very boring boxer to watch It's
0: boring because nobody hits him he doesn't really hit anybody back he's has got no marks on him mm-hmm. and he wins all he's 50, now he's 50 and oh yep so but I've never seen anything like that i had yeah. I never really watched him fight before. I watched him box
1: uh, Pacquiao uh, yeah. either, I think it was two years ago, and that was painfully boring. Yeah. Like, it, it was not exciting.
0: Yeah. As, as a, and Pacquiao's a great
1: fighter. He is, and I am not, I mean, I'm not a diehard boxing fan. Yeah. I can't really appreciate the technicalities, but as, as a layman watching it, it was like, you know, hit him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, let's do some contact. The other Obviously, thing, that's not uh, how boxing is, is. But
0: McGregor evidently was going from left to right.
1: Yeah, I think he was trying to throw him off by doing that. Right,
0: and that's what this guy was trying to explain to me yesterday. The uh, the guy that owns the Portland Boxing Club. Yep. He knows everything about boxing. He said it wasn't. It just wasn't going to work. He's not a boxer. Right. The guy's an MMA champion. He's unbelievable. But he's not a boxer.
1: It's such a niche
0: Yeah, I mean, you slice would not want to mess with him in an MMA fight. But he went into a boxing match.
1: Yeah, God, it was... Uh, I'm almost like glad... One of my... I think the biggest takeaway of this was the great sportsmanship post-fight.
0: It was. It was great. You went both, over and hugged him.
1: Both parts, you yep. know. Yeah. Uh, McGregor was—he's a great sportsman.
0: Which makes you wonder how much of it was hype? Yeah. Because of all the pre, he was going to tear his head off and rip his lungs out. And <laughs> hug, you know. And then they were hugging each other and talking. Well,
1: so. hey, he gave. I th- what McGregor got eighty million. I was going to say they're
0: all we all so much wealthier than when they went in.
1: Right. So. Yeah. McGregor got eighty, and I think. Yeah. Mayweather got $345 yeah. million. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, they look... I mean, I know there's some issues with Mayweather, and I don't know about... But whatever. They look like two pretty decent guys.
1: Yeah. Afterwards. I think that that was just like a good takeaway. You know, everything that's going on politically in the world, and the right versus the yeah. left, and to see two people going head yeah. at it, they meet in the ring, there's a winner, and there's no, so no saltiness afterwards. Nothing. I, I think they, that that's something that the... Other. I know
0: there's a lot of stuff about Mayweather that's not very nice, but... Whatever.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good analogy, though, just to kind of to take it away. Is as the, for the general public, that you can really dislike someone, and you don't have to agree with them, but you can still, you know, life goes on, and you can still be decent humans about Who it. Who knows?
0: Maybe they didn't even dislike each other. Yeah, you know, Exactly. Just, maybe it, could, it was all hype.
1: It could be purely yeah. Uh, yeah. hype.
0: It was quite a night, though.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a late one.
0: It was a late one, and the prelims were just okay
1: yeah yeah i mean how do you prelims for a fight like that what are you gonna do no kidding the first time that ever you know an mma challenges a boxer the the boxing i thought it would have been cool if they'd maybe thrown an mma fight in oh see you know they've you done that at the, <laughs> they've done that at the uh Say up in lewiston i
0: think that would have probably filled that place because it wasn't full i guess no
1: kidding i mean it up until the what was there three
0: prelims it looked empty it was empty yeah
1: yeah, that that was. Uh, That's a good idea. Yeah. Hey.
0: Marketing. That's why you're making. Contact this. me, uh, you're Mayweather. In that seat and I'm
1: over in this seat. <laughs> so, um, yeah, weekend. A lot of good. A lot of sporting yeah. events going on. So, how's your uh, how's your training going, Maddie?
0: Going pretty good.
1: What's yep. your? Uh, I'm just curious. You know, someone who's been lifting for such a long time, and you're not necessarily training for a meet. Yeah. Do you kind of have like micro goals right now?
0: Well, we're about to start a six or uh, a six seven week program on Monday, so it'll take me to a micro goal, a mini goal, or something. Yep. It'll take the other guys to a bigger goal because they're getting ready for November. Okay, but I'm not going to push as hard as them.
1: Are uh, those guys going to co- Hank and uh, Gabe going to compete in gear at November?
0: Hank, yes. Gabe, if he competes, will be. Uh, Matt's talking about it.
1: I'd love to see him compete. Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know, about Chris. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, that's my crew, mostly, mm-hmm. right? Slav, I'm sure, will be Slav, I compete. imagine, will probably do it. He's lifting well. Yep. He's yeah. doing, He's looking yeah. very strong. He's lifting very smart. I think I said that after the push pull.
1: Yeah. He's, he's definitely very, is very, uh, he takes a very long yeah. time warming up. And he's
0: but his, his attempts, everything he's doing now is very smart. Very planned out. Yep.
1: He's not coming in and just winging it.
0: No. And he's backed his weights off, too. Yep. Yeah, very, very intelligent lifting right now.
1: Um, I noticed you got some tape on your ankle.
0: Yeah, i got an issue with my leg. So I'm not supposed to squat for, I'm not sure how long right now. <laughs> At least a week. Yeah.
1: And I, meant, I heard you say that your elbow is flaring and, up and pretty I good. I'm to go
0: to the doctor because I tore my tricep off a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I don't know. Tomorrow I'm going to see the guy that fixed it. And just see if he can tell me what's happening there.
1: How do you stay? Uh, I don't want to say motivated. But how do you? How do you continue to push through it? You know,
0: I'm just going to call this a 200,000 mile checkup.
1: <laughs> hi Miles. Yeah. Uh, so hi
0: Miles. I'm going to go see the guy for the elbow tomorrow. Right. And I go back to the leg guy on Monday.
1: So at this point, it's like you just kind of—it's part of the process.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can squat if I want. It's—it's it's just going to slow this down. I can deadlift if I want, but he—he'll know I did. So I'm like, I'm gonna listen to the doctor this time
1: smart move yeah always a smart move
0: yeah
1: now, that's something that I mean you know obviously as you get older the yeah. injuries are more frequent yeah well
0: this is an injury this is a I, I got there's health there's injuries and then there's health issues right so I call this a health issue so, so the, is the foot's a health issue yeah then, that's an injury then elbow is yeah. an injury yeah gotcha so you, um, you'd be more I would advise everybody be more careful with health issues. If you can mess around with the injuries, go ahead.
1: Right, because injuries, yeah. you can kind of yeah, come back. Right. Oh, yeah, man, it's. I mean, I've got the. Uh, I've, since the last podcast, not. I've been. I've got a. I have a hernia. I will be getting surgery on it. You are. Yeah, I'm backing off my training big time. Still.
0: Because of that.
1: Because of it, I mean. I mean, I squatted 415 today with a pause, mm-hmm. and it was no, no abdominal issues. Yeah,
0: just keep the belt right over the... Exactly. Is it in your umbilical? Yes. Oh, it, you'll be... I was back in two weeks squatting. Really? Yes. I uh, Four plates plus. Wow. Two weeks.
1: I'll, uh, I think this will be my third hernia surgery.
0: You got Dr. Tom Brady, right? I don't know yet. That's who it'll be.
1: I'm not sure. Uh, um, easy to remember. Definitely. I
0: promise you that's who it is. Tom
1: Brady. There's no way I can forget that. Yeah. I'm going to write that down.
0: He's the he's a go-to guy for that.
1: But yeah, I mean it, it's uh, to me. I just get because I never go to the doctor really because yeah. I'm pretty healthy. Yeah, I go for I go to the dentist twice a year. Yeah. I get one physical. One physical, blood, draw your blood. Yep, yeah, and I'm fine. The, that's so that's when, the
0: weakest piece of your of your abdominal wall is right where your belly button is. Interesting. So you do, it's another reason to wear a belt. I obviously I all these guys without belts. Just another reason to wear one. It's the weakest spot. Think of it. It's like that thick.
1: Yeah. It's very thin. Yeah. Thin wall.
0: Right. So why would you not wear a belt?
1: Good point. Very good point. All right, Maddie, I think we've got a... Uh, somebody emailed us a question. Okay. And this is a good one. So I think we should answer it. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. This is how... This is verbatim. Silly question, podcasters. I actually want to gain weight. I'm sure most of your listeners are looking to lose weight, and probably quite a few of your clients. Yes. Um, eight, gaining eight pounds would be wonderful. Any thoughts? Sincerely, too light in Laconia.
0: <laughs> okay. We can help them, right?
1: Yeah. So I guess to add on to this, yeah. well, I, I want to hear you know your how you go about gaining weight safely and health healthily in a healthy manner.
0: Okay. I mean, if that person, if too light came in here, first thing I'd find out, number one, are you eating breakfast? Okay, because that's the, the biggest link to to that to get weight gain. And most people say oh, I might have a shake or, no, I don't eat any. So now you're behind. You're four hours, five hours behind, because you're not going to eat till lunch. Right. Which means you probably didn't eat so mid since mid. Uh, who knows when you ate last? Right. You've already gone you're not, you're eight not four hours. hours behind. You could be ten or twelve hours behind in calories. Mm-hmm. So that works both ways too. If you want to lose weight, you got to eat. You know that, yeah, of course. Uh, or otherwise, your furnace isn't burning. But anyway, for eight pounds, the easiest answer. Well, first find out the training. First find out breakfast. Those are the two things. Then set. Then. Find out calories. So three things: training, breakfast, calories. Five hundred calories a day should give you a pound in a month. Additional. Yeah, five hundred calories in a day should should give you about one pound per month.
1: I've heard you say this a lot. When you say like, so if I have just throw numbers out there, if I have a two thousand calorie diet per day, are you saying that I should go twenty five hundred calories?
0: Let's see. To get
1: an extra twenty
0: five hundred. So now you've done five hundred calories a day, which is. um, excuse me. I'm sorry. It should give you a pound a week. There's about 3,000 calories in a pound, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So that's
0: 3,500. So that gives you a little playroom. You ought to be able to gain a pound in a week if you throw in 500 good calories a day. Additional. Additional. So, uh, decent stuff.
1: Yeah, of course. Okay.
0: So, I was, I'm sorry. You're, if you're going for growth, it, if you're powerlifting, it ought to come on anyway because you're the amount of weight you're going to be moving. Add the 500 calories, or maybe you can add some more if you want. But 500 should give you a pound in a week. There's four pounds in a month. So you think two months is a help? Two months, too light might be too heavy by then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what would you? Uh, I'm I'm really curious. Something we. I mean, I,
0: that sounds real simple. If too light came in here, I'd I'd write it down with he, he or she. Sure. And get it straight. But that's
1: kind of a shooting from the hip. Blanket way to approach it. Pretty good it.
0: way to look at your calories and see where you can throw in 500. And if the things are missing that we talked about, like breakfast, maybe we throw in even a few more calories.
1: So i got two questions for you to follow up for that. Yeah. What do you eat for breakfast, typically?
0: It's the same thing every day. You're ready to fall asleep. A bowl of oatmeal, a banana with yogurt mixed in it, a little half and half over it, two eggs, a piece of cheese, and uh, whole wheat toast.
1: How long have you been doing that?
0: You ready to go further into? <laughs> you ready to go to REM sleep? Like thirty years.
1: You just you're consistent. You if, know what if you I, want. If
0: I if I feel like I gotta gain a little, I'll throw the protein drink in the morning too.
1: Do you ever do like? Uh, I know you have posts in here. Your your Sunday quote brunch. Yeah. Is always uh, deadlifts and whatever it may be. Do you ever splurge on breakfast? Like do you ever like? Is there like a. Like a cheap breakfast that you ever do,
0: um,
1: or is there anything like if you had to do, if you had if you go anywhere for breakfast, is there something that you'd really like, you know, yeah, desire you know,
0: like get some, um, I think most the, you can't get like any of the meats around here for like hash. I yeah. love hash. Oh, I do but too. It's always cured meats with all the nitrates, yeah. but I, I will eat it anyway. I like to throw that in, something like that. That's corned really beef good. hash yeah. plus the eggs Ooh. plus the toast. Ooh. Yeah, I don't mind pancakes.
1: I know Stuff pancakes like for me. That's my chocolate. Uh, yeah. Actually, chocolate chip waffles is yeah. like my cheat. I yeah. mean, I probably haven't had a chocolate chip waffle in
0: yeah, a year I, I and a half. But <laughs> I could do that. I wouldn't do it every day.
1: Of course not. But, but at
0: home every day it's the same thing, and that gives me the that gives me the jump start on the calories for the day. Gotcha. To at least maintain.
1: Right, because you you're then you're in here and you might have I six might, clients or something. I might
0: not get any. I might get one of these or something. Yeah, a little protein shake. Yeah, and so at least I got that going for me.
1: So. That was the first question I had. The second question was, if you had to add an additional 500 calories per day to your diet, how would you approach that specifically? Like with what foods? I know what olive I olive oil.
0: Like no, <laughs> that's the classic
1: way that people joke what around. What I always about do is I, I add a here. drink,
0: okay, and I get a, a quality weight gain drink, which everybody might say, "Oh no, not weight gain!" Please, no. If you get a quality one, they're basically a, a protein. A good protein is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking quality now not those thousand calories in a drink those are sugar right if you find a good weight gain they'll have a few more uh, well they'll have two or three more hundred calories than a good protein powder so you can use that and a good one I don't mind plugging MHP they have that up your mass that's a wonderful product
1: what's sorry what was the brand in the MHP
0: which is maximum human performance you know
1: yeah that sounds familiar
0: I think that uh, those aminos are MHP right there Oh yeah, yeah. That's this a, uh, a very good company.
1: This uh, looks familiar now that I'm looking at the yeah. logo.
0: The, the Up Your Mass is a wonderful weight gain, but you, uh, but everybody out there, you don't have to use it for that. If you don't feel like buying a protein powder and a weight gain, just use that and use half what they call for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's got a great. It have uh, I think a whey concentrate and a um, uh, a weight concentrate and like a little casein.
1: A slow-acting, right? Yeah. That's a slow-acting protein.
0: All-in-one, if I remember. I don't have one here, but that's what I would say, and that's what I do. And, and if y- I want more, I'll, I'll do a second drink.
1: So one thing that so I know you didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you anyways, what I've been doing for breakfast lately, yeah. two hard-boiled eggs, yeah. two pieces of roast beef, yeah. four pieces of cheese, and kimchi. So Kimchi that's, is a little cabbage? A pickled cabbage.
0: Yep, that's fine, because you need fiber.
1: Yes. Okay. Um and then to get a little bit extra calories in the morning yeah. what i've been doing is i've been adding mct oil to my coffee a little joe yeah, that rogan bother your stomach no some people as long as i don't drink too much if okay. you drink too much you just you yeah, shit your brains that out That's
0: medium chain triglycerides yeah. which some people have a stomach issue with
1: you got to start like a little literally yeah. like a half of a tablespoon uh, now are you
0: using that cuz you're you're using that for an energy source
1: yeah it's just you know i basically you know i'll wake up at i, I wake up at like uh, Quarter of five, so it's 4.45. Yep. But I'm at work by 5.30. So you
0: have to be careful on your calories because you're on a go for many hours.
1: Exactly. So that's why I'll start with, you know, I'll drink water on my way to work. Yep. I might have one coffee with the MCT oil, yep. then eat breakfast, mm-hmm. have an additional coffee with MCT oil, yep. and then I kind of graze. Okay. I'll eat peanuts. Yep. You know, I, I okay. eat like a, I think it's like a three ounce jar of peanuts every day. Yep. Um, an apple, Could a banana you, Can before. you keep
0: a jug of protein there?
1: I can, but I've been, uh, I kind of phased out protein. Okay. To be honest. Okay. I just, uh, I was spending a lot of money on it was yeah. part of it. Uh, Farting my brains out. Yeah. Um, and I kind of just wanted to, you know, see what would happen. I've been taking protein consistently for... Your weight, uh,
0: sta- it looks like your body weight's staying oh, well, yeah, I, I mean.
1: It actually it dropped a little bit. I think that that might have been because I was going pretty low carb for a while, which I've recently brought you carbs back in. Lift, you're gonna have carbs. I know. That's, I don't
0: care what anybody says. Yeah, I know.
1: That's something that I've realized. I've started. So I've been going to the River's Edge Deli. Yeah. Getting there full breakfast yeah. on before the Saturday morning benching. Right. I feel awesome. Okay. And that's two eggs, two pieces of toast, home fries, and bacon. Okay. And it's like perfect. That is just enough to get me going. Shout out to River's Edge Deli. <laughs> I've
0: heard it's great. It's great. It's, it's a
1: total great. mom and pop's place. Yeah. Not to mention, what I just said, it's like five seventy five For that whole breakfast. Yeah. It's
0: dirt cheap. That's a shout out, everybody. Yeah,
1: you got to go there. That's that's a no-brainer if you're in the Westbrook area. The right across I'm, from Mr. Bagel. The
0: only thing I'm going to tell you on your two hard-boiled eggs, okay. I don't think they assimilate as quick as two scrambled eggs. and I, they, I think the uptake could be a little slower, and I think you they might even pass through you. Without getting everything you want, I can't be. I'm not gonna say that's written in stone, but I think scrambled or you know just whipping up some eggs, your body uh, the efficiency is a little more. That's Interesting. I metabolize very quickly. I know mean, you probably quickly. do because it it's convenient. I do it because it's convenient. I okay. cook it the night before,
1: and then I, I just I bring be, everything. I in. might
0: be way wrong on that, but I think your the assimilation is a little easier.
1: Interesting. I'll, uh you know it is funny because I do. They're harder to eat than to scramble, too scrambled. Too hard. But I like them too, but it's, it's just, it's not as, I mean, one, they're cold. Yeah. And two, it's just not as like you don't feel like you're really having a meal when you're just sticking a hard-boiled egg in your mouth versus sitting down in heaven.
0: And just, you know, just on the, just from the outside, think about it. You got to chew it more. Yep. that's that rubbery, mm-hmm. which means it's not going to get digested as easy as that scrambled egg. Right, which is a scramble. And so, i.e., the uptake is slower or could get missed.
1: Interesting. That, that's, uh... That's a good, I mean, that's a good thing to think about. I always, what I what I had done in the past was I made a frittata, so I would basically, I think what I it worked, what that is, yeah. I worked out to be like an egg and a half, yeah. but I also had sausage in there. Perfect. And uh, a little bit of half and half, and, a uh, bit first. Yep. yeah, Yeah. We, we do it in a cast iron pan, yeah. we, I think it was like 10 eggs and two big sausages yeah. from Rosemont, yeah. a little bit of half and half.
0: The, the rosemont's got no nitrites. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, that stuff. They can tell you the name of the cow. Yeah. That's that's where I like to get my food.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but that was just, it was a very uh, labor-intensive process to cook it. So now it's like hard-boiled eggs. Boom.
0: That's why. I Roast figured, beef.
1: Slice it right, you know. Oh, they, I figure
0: that's why you're doing it. That. Yeah. yeah that's smart. But make sure you get fiber. Yeah. I try to get a lot of fiber. I eat. Uh, I think the kimchi has a bunch. It does. And yeah. so
1: do, I do uh, refried beans at lunch. Yeah. It's a
0: big source. As long as your workmates don't mind.
1: <laughs> I'm blowing smoke anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and then I obviously do, you can do it with veggies. You have fibrous veggies. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll eat two sweet potatoes when I get home. I, I
0: even use a fiber supplement. Really? For years, yeah. Yeah, it helps with cholesterol, too.
1: No, I've heard that because when I, I actually had high cholesterol and they recommended adding granola into granola, my diet. Or
0: you can just grab some brand name, I mean, uh, not brand name, some, uh, you know, house name, uh, Metamucil or something. And that helps with, uh, actually, high fiber helps with protein absorption and with cholesterol, as well as what it's designed to do.
1: And it keeps everything moving. Correct.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, Matty, we're,
1: we're sitting at 43 I, minutes right I think now. we
0: got that question right. Definitely. F- uh, 500 calories a day. 500 calories a day,
1: and you should put it on in two months.
0: I think that should work, you know. If, and then take a look at your training. If they were here, right, we'd go over the training, too, mm-hmm. for size gain. And of course, eat breakfast. Yeah, eat breakfast. You know something? If you're trying to lose eight pounds, I think we'd go the same way. We'd take 500 You've got to make sure that you're eating breakfast, though. Right. I didn't eat breakfast But we for the take longest. out 500.
1: Okay. That's pretty simple. Yeah. When you can really, I think a lot of people, they call it a paralysis by analysis. Yes. When it comes to this type of a thing,
0: overthought. They
1: overthink and they are frozen. They can't move because they of it.
0: micromanage the whole project.
1: Yeah. So don't do that. It's simple. Come ask you. Come to Dynamax. Come here. Ask. It's yep. we'll we'll make it very simple. We'll make it simple. We'll give you a free workout. That's right. You get a protein shake. Protein you'll, shake. And you'll you'll learn some good people, and you'll uh, you'll learn some good people. You'll meet some good people, and, and your you'll lifts learn some. Up. That's right. Definitely. So speaking of lifts going up, you got an exercise of the week for us.
0: I do. I do. And that, I, we didn't vid- We did Instagram it, but we didn't really play it up as an exercise. We just. We just put it up as a somebody's workout. But I think I've seen you use the 14-inch camber. Oh, yeah. All right. What we did was we wanted some uh, outside resistance beyond that. So I'd never done it this way. I'd put the bands on the top piece of it. So help me out on describing that camber bar it's got a straight It's almost just using a straight bar so yeah
1: you basically have a straight bar portion that's uh not the full length of the bar that's where you want to keep your
0: hands there it's like using a straight bar right
1: and that's where you will obviously that's where the bar makes contact with your back correct
0: so if you want to make the bar work the way it's supposed to don't keep your hands there put them at the 14 inch camber drop right now it's now it's being used for what it's for which is to get your chest and shoulders out of there because what's the first thing, I, I don't know about you, but I tell everybody, get your chest up, lock your shoulders down and together. It's very hard to do it with that bar, and that's why it's designed for that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, in the past, I've, we've attached the bands to the straight piece at the top. The top part. But we had doubled them under the monolift and attached them to the cambered piece. And one of the guys here is an engineer like yourself, or he's in some kind of work like you do. And he did some calculations, and we're pretty sure we had 400 pounds of band tension the other night so my exercise of the week is 14 inch cambered with any with any level band you want i might not recommend we use the mediums which would be a green or a gray mm-hmm. so if and you this is for the squat this is for squatting on a box i might recommend if you have never done this you double up a light band which would be a purple or an orange but if you're good to go try the green if you're really good to go you can try the blue but i don't know
1: yeah, squatting with band tension is extremely intimidating.
0: Yeah, this was this was a rough workout. And
1: you have to be able to move fast. It's definitely not something I would do if, if you're a beginner.
0: No, it's not for a beginner. Yeah, I mean, you could take light bands on a straight bar with somebody. And when I say light bands, I mean the the purples or the orange. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And, and get them used to that initial feeling of setting up with that kind of tension.
1: Yeah, because you've got to be able to unrack that bar and be bulletproof right. when you're standing up. or and you, you know there's get a chart crooked. out there
0: that tells you what's what. Yep, right okay.
1: now in between the two main monoliths right that's by the right Dynamax. But uh, what it doesn't tell sorry. you is
0: the tension with, with a doubled medium band, excuse, medium band on a 14-inch camera bar. It doesn't give you that. So uh, Gabe knew how to calculate things. Which I couldn't even begin to do. (laughs) And he said it was around a little over four hundred.
1: So you guys were doing singles or doubles?
0: A couple of guys tried some doubles. I stayed with singles and either way it was a great workout.
1: So you had I'm sorry, you had the blues doubled?
0: No, we had the greens doubled. The
1: greens doubled. And what did you have for bar weight?
0: I had three oh five. A couple of the guys went to three sixty or seventy five.
1: Okay, so you had more tension than
0: more we had more we compensated more tension than bar weight.
1: I find well, I that's did a good
0: point. I didn't think of that.
1: That's something that like seems very strange when you are when as a I
0: wouldn't even have thought of that. You just said that. <laughs> that's a really good point.
1: You know, as a as a raw guy, when I said I Chandon and I did some deadlifts with I think it was like two hundred pounds bar a two hundred pounds of bar weight and like three hundred pounds tension, and that was it's funny because you look at the bar; it's got like two plates on it. Like <laughs> I could destroy that. And by the time you get to your knees, you're oh, about… Oh, when
0: you doubled the minis the other yeah. night? Yeah. That was 200 pounds, you know.
1: Yeah, you feel it.
0: Do you realize that? Oh, Whatever yeah. you had on there, you can add 200 to the top. So that's… that's uh, What did you have?
1: Well, for that, I think I think I just kept it at 275. So
0: you're pulling 475. For I don't know how many reps you did or sets, but uh, that's really good for you.
1: Yeah, I think I did like 30 total reps. I that can't remember what… excellent
0: I, because that trains you to explode with a deadlift.
1: Yeah, that is. It's really good and pulling through.
0: You have to pull through, yep. but you have to start it, and it, it hits you right where anybody's ticking point is, which is where, right at the knee, mm-hmm. and that's where those bands kick in. So you did you did the right thing. I'm telling you that. Yeah, by, that by switching to doubling those, because I know we talked about not just hanging the bands over.
1: Right, because before I had had. I had a rogue black and a rogue green. But just stretched over. But just stretched over. So it was like nothing until above your knee, and then it was
0: all the tension. Right.
1: And it basically just, I mean, unless you're working on your lockout, maybe.
0: Right. But you found out the difference the other night. Yes,
1: because you have have tension throughout the lift. Ah, it's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot, though it was good. Oh, I'm gonna I, be I, doing deadlifts I, with chains next.
0: That's fine, because you remember you can only, you won't recover from that if you do it more than twice. Yeah,
1: I'm not even gonna deadlift next week. I'm gonna take next week yeah, off.
0: Because that, whatever you did the, that, that 475 at the top, that's gonna take you ten days to get ready to go again. Oh yeah. Yep.
1: All right, Maddie. So, second week of November.
0: I'm hoping. Knock on wood. Waiting to hear back on the venue. Waiting to hear back on a big guest. Maybe a guest lift even. I don't know, That's but awesome. at least a guest. Great. Yeah, one of the best lifters around.
1: That's awesome. And stay tuned because we're going to be having more great guests on here.
0: We got our lineup for the next three weeks.
1: That's right. Right. We're making it happen. Yeah. So a big shout out to you, the listener. We really appreciate you guys taking fifty minutes out of your day. I don't know if you're listening to this on your commute. Yeah. While you work out, maybe you're going to bed. Maybe you're sitting at the desk. Whatever it may be, we appreciate it.
0: Well, we hope you've got something out of this. I hope the answer to that gain, weight gain was good. Absolutely. Write back to us if you can't.
1: Yeah, and you can call
0: me if you want. <laughs> number's on the website.
1: Yeah, number's on the website. If you have a question, you can find your email on the website you or phone number. Send it to uh, send it to either of us on Instagram. Yeah. Your you just search Dynamax and you'll find it. Yeah. D y n a m a x x. I'm at East Coast Meet. Um, and this was another successful podcast, Maddie.
0: Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate the way you run these. All righty, very professional.
1: till next time.
0: Good night everybody.